Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. Electric vehicles and their manufacturers have received a great deal of attention lately. There are many good reasons for this. Many vehicle makers have announced ambitious timetables for their planned switch to making only electric vehicles. There are a good number, about 40 companies, that are startups and just entering the field. There will likely be a time in the future when it may be impossible or nearly impossible to buy a car with a combustion engine. Substantial spending on battery recharging stations has already been approved by Congress, and subsidies for the purchase of electric vehicles are already in the tax law. There are proposals to increase it. Governments around the world have already begun to support electric vehicles, a number of companies including Amazon, have announced plans to purchase fleets of electric delivery vehicles, and some have already placed orders for them. The research firm HIS Market reported that the average age of cars currently on the road in the United States is 12.1 years, and that's up from 11.9 years in 2020, and up from 9.6 years in 2002. 25% of U.S. cars are at least 16 years old. In other words, the population of U.S. cars is aging. This may be due in part to better made vehicles, the COVID economy, which discouraged travel for a while, along with significantly reduced commuting. They likely all held back auto purchases. The economic uncertainties caused by COVID made many would-be purchases pause. All of these factors are expected to stimulate future car and truck purchases. At some point, the demand will rise substantially, and this will be good for EV makers and their suppliers. Now, let's consider the risks. There is currently a worldwide computer chip storage shortage that has been detrimental to the manufacture of all vehicles. Semiconductors, also known as chips, have been increasingly used in modern combustion engine vehicles, but they are even more critical to the operation of electric vehicles. They promote efficiency and and safety. They are required for the operation of batteries, powertrains, and much more. Electrics require connectivity that enables a manufacturer to send essential software updates to the car's firmware, including the brake system and powertrain, without the user having to do anything. As the options offered become more advanced or sophisticated, the vehicle requires more semiconductors. The typical number of seven semiconductor parts inside an electric vehicle is increasing rapidly as blind spot detectors, 
and backup cameras come to be standard in all automobiles, the need for chips grows along with the rare and valuable metals that are used to make. We discussed metals and minerals used to make EVs in another show, but we should emphasize that the components required to make EVs have been in short supply, and they could be for a while. We will have to discuss chip makers in another show. The Biden administration recognized the significance of chip shortages and has promoted the manufacture of chips in the United States. U.S. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo, in an attempt to build congressional support for a bill to promote making semiconductors in the United States, told the Detroit Economic Club that the average electric vehicle contains about 2,000 chips, which is roughly double that of combustion engine vehicles. She further indicated that as companies like Ford and GM compete to grab a foothold in the electric vehicle market, we know that innovation in American battery market will be stifled if we aren't also inventing and investing in domestic semiconductor innovation at the same time. Raimondo also said that President Biden's plans for half of new vehicles to be electric by 2030 depends on the U.S. investing in semiconductor production. That's necessary for our American economic competitiveness. It's necessary if we're going to meet our climate change goals, and it's necessary to create jobs, she told the Detroit News. Help for chip makers was contained in the Chips for America Act. This bill sounds like good news for all chip users, including EV makers. It was passed by the Senate in June as part of a bigger bill. The trouble is it hasn't been put up for vote in the House of Representatives, and it remains unpassed at this time. Semiconductors are mainly made in Asia, especially China and Taiwan. As pandemic lockdowns eased and the world economy picked up, the automakers have been unable to fill their chip requirements. So there is a pent-up demand. At some point, this pent-up demand should generate sales for EV makers. Semiconductor companies prioritized electronics companies, not automakers, for their limited supplies. As a result, almost every car maker has experienced chip-related slowdowns and shutdowns. Shortages have greatly impacted a number of notable EVs. Currently, the chip's shortage appears to be ready to ease at least a bit. But in August, Ford Motor delayed the delivery of its Mustang Mach-E for several weeks, and General Motors temporarily shut down its Detroit factory where the Bolt EV is made. Rivian Automotive, an electric truck maker, cited semiconductors as the reason for a production delay, and its output remains very slow. Clearly, EV makers have been slowed down by a number of major potholes. Alan Baum, an automotive forecaster who studies electric vehicles, says that Tesla, the electron, electric automaker, has faced fewer chip-related production problems 
since its design requires less chips. This is something that we should pay attention to. Centralized computing in a single location in the car, rather than computing spread throughout the various vehicle systems, is the reason. Tesla's competitors have reacted to chip shortages by incorporating themselves into the supply chain. Another thing to pay attention to as we try to identify individual companies for investing. Ford has an agreement with manufacturer Global Foundries to make chips, and GM said it would work with Qualcomm and NXP semiconductors in a similar arrangement. All of these are things for us to pay attention to. Shortages have been an issue for every car maker, including some non-U.S. makers who have cut their production too. And this includes Honda, Toyota, and Volkswagen. Chinese electric vehicle manufacturer Neo also paused production in March 2021. We should emphasize, China leads the worldwide production of EVs as it sold 3.2 million such vehicles last year. EV sales in the U.S. doubled last year to 656,866. And that number includes not just pure electrics, but also plug-in hybrids. China's electric sales were 14% of its total production, that is, sales of electric vehicles, while U.S. sales of electric vehicles were 4.4% of total production. China is leading the race to produce electrics, in part because it is cheaper to make vehicles there. Tesla, BMW, and Volvo have all noted this, and they have plants in China where EVs are made for European markets. China also makes a significant amount of chips, and it mines the metals needed for many EV components. It will provide parts that are in short supply to its own companies before exporting them. The purpose of this discussion was to consider some of the broader problems faced by EV makers, along with some of the factors that could promote sales. While we mentioned several companies, we did not focus on specific companies from an investing vantage point. We focused on the industry so we could ask, answer the question that many people have asked me, are the rewards of investing in EV makers worth the risk? We can answer that question with a resounding, yes, they should be worth it. The industry has a great deal of potential. There's a transformation that will take place, and it is a major one. It will be worth our effort to consider individual companies. So how should we do this? We're going to look for innovators that are already solving some of the problems we've spoken about today and working to solve problems that they anticipate to occur in the future. We will look for good strategic plans, such as working with suppliers and these strategic plans should be managed by effective managers. So we're looking for good management. We will consider established companies as well as startups. Of course, we will also examine the metrics. Our goal is to identify companies that offer reasonable prospects for success while pointing out the specific risks. 
there are clearly risks. There have been a few detours that have slowed down the EV makers as they proceed on their road to success. The difficulties encountered will help us to try to predict who the winners will be. Studying how they dealt with problems will give us an idea of how they can move forward. The volatile stock market may also provide opportunities to invest at reasonable prices. I see this as an exciting industry. It's not without risk. We should be careful. But I do look forward to our future discussions for something that will transform the way people drive and move throughout the world. Until the next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.